The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. It's Jaylen fly, uh, flying solo today. Andrew uh, has another week of holidays. I uh, hope you're having a great Friday afternoon. If you're heading out on the road, take it easy. Let me know what you see. Um, who just called in from near a tow field, Gina? Frank just called. I think it was Frank, wasn't nope, it? Carl. Carl just called in and said went through a pretty wicked thunderstorm out that way. So keep that in mind if you're heading out towards Toefield. And this text came in. It says, just trucking to Fort McMurray, ran into some weird weather, 40 kilometers south of Boyle. Uh, some like funnel cloud type clouds out there. So again, let me know at 6.30, 6.30. We'll get back to that conversation about seniors and driving coming up, I promise. But I wanted to um, get your thoughts on this and wondering what you're doing. Uh, When you go to the doctor, do you record your appointment with your smartphone? Well, apparently more and more patients are doing just that. And that has the Canadian Medical Protective Association urging its members to set some policies. With more on that, we're joined by Dr. Dennis Desai, the senior physician advisor with the CMPA. Welcome to the show, doctor. Thank you, Jalen. Thank you for inviting me. Well, I'm glad you could be here, and I'm curious to know, first off, for my listeners, um, what is the CMPA? What does it do? Well, that's a great question. We're a non-profit association with about 95,000 physician members. Most of the physicians in Canada belong to us, and we provide medical, legal advice and assistance. Basically, the job of the association is to try to keep docs out of trouble, both by direct advice to them and by helping to create a safer system to work in. Okay, so I can see how this all comes together now. It was back in uh, March that um, the association put out uh, an article, and the headline is Smartphone Recordings by Patients. Be prepared. It's happening. I'm curious to know what precipitated that. I'm, I'm just guessing it's simply more and more patients were using their smartphones in the office during the appointments. Yeah, you're correct on that. It wasn't really a specific incident and stuff, although you do hear in the States about about uh, patients recording uh, operative procedures and stuff and then using it to support them in a lawsuit. But we regularly publish on articles, including e-health articles, and we kind of rotate them around and video recording came up. But as you say, smartphones are getting more and more ubiquitous. So now we're seeing just more and more cases of it. Dr. Desai, why do you think it's being done? Is it because people are forgetful? Are they recording in case something happens down the road? What are you hearing? Yeah, and, you know, I think mostly physicians and patients have a, as a, have a relationship of trust. And often it's just something simple like the patient um, wants to make sure that they got the information correct. There's a lot of information that takes place, and especially if a patient gets a, a sudden or unexpected uh-huh. diagnosis, often they don't even hear what comes after that. Uh, or, for instance, their husband or their son is not able to attend the appointment, and so they just want to get a, a, a gist of what's going on so they can bring it home and then digest it with their significant other. So do, that's often what they're looking at. Do you think that, could it be used legally down the road? Is that a concern or a, a possibility? Well, you know, what we look at, and, and I have to digress a little bit, but what we tell our physicians, it's not necessarily a bad or good thing to record, okay. but we should have it out in the, in the open, and maybe we should try to meet the, physician, the, the patient's purpose. So it, instead of them recording bits and pieces of a, of a question and answer when a patient is getting a tough diagnosis, the doctor might say, why don't I talk to you first, and then why don't we, at, we'll say five minutes at the end, 
and then I can discuss it with you, and and I can and I can put it on tape, and then you can take that home, and mm-hmm. that will be a package something that you can use. When you have a patient just recording the entire thing, especially surreptitiously, that does bring other concerns into it. Uh, first of all, I mean, if the whole thing is recorded, it's really part of the medical record, mm-hmm. and then the doctor should have a copy of it, the patient should have a copy of it. Um, it has to go in the medical record for other healthcare providers. Um, and if only the patient has a copy, things can be taken out of context. There are other privacy concerns. And if it's taken in a, in a surreptitious manner, what if other people are being recorded, like the nurse or yeah. the waiting room? So, so there's where you get some liability concerns. And, and if patients are, I guess the big issue is, if a patient is taking it because they, you know, they don't trust the doctor, they're not sure what he's going to say. They're saying, well, I'm going to try to catch this doctor out. There is a fundamental problem with that physician-patient relationship. Absolutely. And, 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 you know, the patient's not going to do well with that kind of relationship, and the doctor needs to get to the heart of it and saying, what are you scared of? Have I not addressed an issue for you? What, what's your concerns? Uh, and so that's what we want uh, physicians to bring up, preferably proactively, saying, you know, video recordings are generally uh, not allowed here or under this circumstance. If you want to record, let me know, and let's work out what you need. Yeah, setting some pol- you know, setting the policies, and so sooner or later, I suspect that probably most doctors' office is going to have to address that somewhere. And I, you know, I, there's a difference, Doctor Desai, uh, from you know being in the waiting room recording something um, compared to being in the examination room, because then you have other people in the waiting room as well. There's privacy issues there as well. Absolutely, You've hit the nail on the head. I mean, other patients may not want to be seen in the waiting room. What if it's an HIV clinic or some other clinic? I mean, those are big, big questions and concerns. So um, what has the feedback been um, to the association from your members about this? Are, are you hearing that more and more are starting to set those policies? Well, they call us because they're not sure what to do. Okay. And, and most physicians are just taken back by the whole thing. I mean, we see people recording a lot of stuff. So physicians are unsure what the legal rights are, what their obligations are, and what the possible options they have. And, I mean, as you probably know, legally, only one side of a, of a, conver- of a, of a conversation can record it um, and, and be allowed to do so. Mm-hmm. So uh, the doctor can be recorded against their knowledge, and, and we warn doctors about this. But uh, ideally, you should address it with the patient and try to work out a mutually agreeable solution. That's the kind of what we try to go with. And once doctors understand that and we put it forward, then doctors say, okay, I get where you're going with this and I see what we need to do to address it. Because it's a novel issue. Right? Mm-hmm. Can doctors outright refuse to allow it? You know, that's a good question. Um, and, and I guess it comes back to why the patient is doing it. If the patient says, well, I'm probably going to sue you. I mean, this is an extreme example. If yeah. the patient says, I'm probably going to sue you, so I just want to record everything. At that point, we've got a problem with the relationship. And the doctor might say, well, then if you're going to record this, maybe I should call my lawyer. Maybe I need to record it, so we're going to have to postpone this interview until I can be set on my end. And and that's the way it goes. But ideally, the patient just wants to clarify something or wants some specific information. And I'm sure the doctor should be able to reach out some, reach some mutually agreeable compromise where you can go ahead with the, with the actual uh, consultation and then provide what the patient needs. Yeah, Dr. Desai, I think when it comes right down to it, it's about open communication and um, the, the, the patient-doctor relationship, I would like to think at all times should have good communication or open communication, but that's what's needed 
in this situation as well as let's talk about it. What are we using it for? How is it going to, yeah, that sort of stuff, but simple communication. Absolutely. It's a nail on the head. And that's, that's what we advise. And I think there the solution can be found rather than what are the rules? What can you do? What can you disallow? So on and so forth. I think generally, if you have a good relationship, you can work something out. All right. Thank you so much, Dr. Desai. Uh, is a, it, it, smartphones, eh? Technology. It's, uh, it, it's putting new wrinkles in familiar situations over and over again. I want to thank you for joining us on this Friday afternoon. No problem. Thank you for inviting me. And that is Dr. Dennis Desai, the Senior Physician Advisor with the Canadian Medical Protective Association. Have you done this? When you go to the doctor, do you record your interactions with them? And, and I'm guessing there's probably... <clears throat> I'd like to think that uh, that you're not recording them because you think that there's going to be a lawsuit somewhere down the road. I know we've seen in the States, wasn't there a woman who was like on the operating table and recorded some of the surgeons saying stuff about her? And I'm still trying to figure out how that happened um, as far as how she got the the camera recording inside the, um, the surgery room. Um, and, you know, it came out, um, obviously, and there was all sorts of, um, you know, fallout from that. I think a lot of us could probably do well, or it could be an important thing for many of us when we are in a doctor's office. I don't know about you, but when I go to my doctor, my doctor's fantastic. I've had him since I moved here. And he takes the time and he explains things, but sometimes it's just simply and information overload and when you go home and try to explain to your partner or your spouse or your family whomever it is about what they said what it means oftentimes you forget the important things and i know they say you know that we should you know take notes or ask them to slow down and, and make sure that we're getting all the information that we need but sometimes maybe we feel rushed depending on the situation sometimes we're emotional So I kind of like the idea of recording the sessions, like an audio recording of it, if it it is something, you know, possibly of a staggering nature. Maybe, yeah, you are getting a a diagnosis that that is terrifying, or maybe you need to remember how to take your high blood pressure pills, whatever it is. I've never done it. Um... I know when my father-in-law, when my when my my husband and my father-in-law went in for his diagnosis, um, and I and I've told you what happened. He passed away a year ago, coming up uh, in a in a couple of weeks, and it was one of those. And I remember my husband telling me, you know, when when you hear that diagnosis, that that C word, that cancer diagnosis, it's 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 a kick in the gut, and you're trying to remember then everything that they're saying afterwards, as far as what it is, what stage it's at. What are the options? What happens next? It's overwhelming. So, yeah, again, I think in some cases this could be really good. But, again, a mutual conversation has to be had, I think, between the doctor and the patient. Just my opinion. What do you think? Uh, it's 246. At 2.50 on this Friday afternoon. I hope you're getting your countdowns on to the long weekend, huh? Maybe you're already on the road. Maybe you're you're heading out already 
Lucky Docs. Let us know where you're going, what's going on. Um, thanks to Dr. Dennis Desai, the Senior Physician Advisor from the Canadian Medical Protective Association. Um, I guess more and more people are, are recording their encounters or their appointments with their doctors. And so the association had just suggested to doctors, to its members, um, to, to set some policies in place, uh, obviously, you know, in waiting rooms, if, if people are recording things, there's other people there, so that could be a privacy issue. Um, making sure that there's an open conversation between the patient and the doctor if there is going to be a recording uh, done during the appointment. And like the association says, this can be, you know, really quite good for um, a, a patient, especially, you know, depending on what kind of information that they are getting. There was a couple of questions, and I'm trying to find. Um, I found it somewhere, and I've I've lost it now. Classic um, about um, why doesn't the the page or the the doctor just have uh, a recording in there as well and give it to the patients? And I think that would could cause some you know again it's more privacy stuff too. You have to sign off on on things there. Yeah, this text says, why not have a recorder in the exam room, provide a recording of the visit to a patient on a USB stick, and then the doctor has a copy on a hard drive. Yeah, I, th- I, I, I think that if, if that's um, agreeable on both ends, I actually like that idea. It's just, is it one more thing for the, the doctor's office to have to worry about? Kevin says, I don't think the entire session needs to be recorded. Maybe just the instructional portion or whatever it is to, uh, whatever is important to recall accurately. And, you know, Gina, you know, not to get into it, but you've gone through that with your doctor. Yeah. Yeah, I, you know? told you, I told you off air that um, there's been the, the odd occasion where, where I was having memory issues. Yeah. And they, they finally got it sorted out. It has to do with my vestibular migraines. And um, there was the odd time where, you know, I had discussed it with the doctor and trying to write it down. And he had said, no, no, no. Well, why don't we just record record certain portions? And that worked out really well. But Um, that was, again, the consent part of it, right? You know, it was with permission. It was trying to figure out because I would take notes and the notes wouldn't make sense. Yeah. He would tell me something. I'd go home and go, well, I don't remember. So then I'd have to turn around and phone the doctor's office anyways. You're just talking them anymore. Exactly. Adam says, how about this idea? Don't record. Yeah, and there's going to be some people that feel that way completely. But again, if it's one of those situations where you think that you're going to get information that you need to to move forward, to know the proper diagnosis, to know the proper treatment, whatever it is, I can see how this would be beneficial. Um, from Strathmore this afternoon, sometimes you're simply in shock. I was told I had cancer, and that's all I remember from that visit. Yeah, I, I suspect that when you hear that word... That's kind of where it ends as far as what you're what you're going to remember after the conversation. Trevor says, I think one of the problems isn't with what the doctors are saying. It's people who are hearing what they want to hear and have a selective memory. Yeah, maybe so. Doctors these days are so rushed, rude and dismissive that people need to be protecting themselves. Yeah, and there's, there's that legal side of it as well. You know, we talked to D- Dr. Desai about that as well. It's it's frustrating, I, I understand, 
that if you're going to the doctor and you're feeling rushed and you're not, you feel like you're not being listened to, and there's always great tips and you know lists and things that say, okay, you know, if you're going to a doctor and you feel you're going to be rushed and you're going to be, you're going to forget something, write a list down, write down what you want to talk to them about, write down what your symptoms are, write down what you're feeling, write down, you know. Are there certain foods that make you feel this way? Whatever it is, write it down and then write down the questions that you want. And if the doctor says, no, no, I I still have more questions. Um, And that can be tough to do. I get that. Um, But it's so important. It's so important to get the answers that you need. Beth says, my children used to have a pediatrician that would write notes and at the end of the visit, hand you the page of notes. That's a great idea, Beth. Okay, it's 2.55. We'll take a break here. Uh, We'll come back. We'll tee things back up. Maybe get back on the line. We'll talk about seniors driving again because I know there was a lot of you that called in. Didn't get your phone calls. 496-0063. Just had this text that came in from Tanya and Ben from Edson who say they're heading out to Port Hardy to hike the North Coast Trail. Let me get this, try this again. They're heading out to Port Hardy to hike the North Coast Trail. Uh, they say, Yahoo, happy trails and awesome trekking. If all goes well, the West Coast Trail. Yeah, baby, get out and do it, friends. That is one heck of a trail. Have Good fun. For them. Have, Have fun. fun. Stay safe. There. Exactly. Tanyan Benz, stay safe. Let us know what it was like when you get back to town. It's 2.59, Brenton Dreger has a 3 o'clock news coming straight up. We'll continue the Friday afternoon conversation right after that. The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.